Welcome back to the Better Boundaries podcast brought to you by Utahns for a Responsive Government. I'm Katie Wright, Executive Director of Better Boundaries and your host. Today is our fourth episode focused on the Better Boundaries Accountability Pack. Ballots are in hand across Utah and election day is November 8th. Today, we're excited to have Dr. Rosemary Lesser. Rosemary is a member of the Utah House of Representatives and proudly serves the Ogden area. Rosemary, welcome to our show. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. So to begin, I'd love for you to tell us about your time as a legislator and about your campaign. Terrific. Well, um, many of you um, may not realize that um, I was actually the beneficiary of a special election that was held after the passing of Representative Lou Shirtliff, who had won in November of 2020. She had served, in fact, she had actually won a total of seven races, most recently in November of 2020, but sadly, uh, on December 30th, 2020, she passed away. And so I was contacted and asked to run and um, was elected three days before the legislature began. So was off to the races almost immediately and jumped right into the legislative functions. And tell us a little bit about your campaign now. Well, our campaign now has um, been really in high gear for several months. We had our campaign kickoff in April and from the time between April and the time we started canvassing in the beginning of August, we had house parties throughout my district, meeting people, talking with people, and um, and in many cases, introducing myself to them for folks who are not particularly engaged in the day-to-day uh, -day activity of the legislature. All of these events gave me a chance to meet more of my constituents, including those who have are now members of House District 10, well, as of December 31st. And, and how did redistricting impact the Ogden area? Well, um, actually, even rewinding to 2010, Ogden has been an area that has been dramatically divided up. Um, for instance, in the 2020, 2010 uh, division, the city of Ogden, a city with 75,000 residents in 2010 was divided six ways. In the most recent 2020 redistricting, the city of Ogden, which has now grown, and I may have to check the precise numbers. I think our current um, census is around 83,000, but Ogden now has five separate representatives. Um, and that's a really pretty clear example of how this city has been divided up. And in the most recent redistricting, it wasn't as if I was able to represent more of Ogden because obviously the, the um, district had to grow in size and actually being able to represent more of Ogden would have been ideal. But instead, my district was drawn out to include Riverdale and Washington Terrace. Now, having said that, I will represent the constituents in Washington Terrace and Riverdale to the very best of my abilities at this point in time. 
but the redistricting through the legislature did not make a lot of sense. And um, as a redistricting organization, we know that one of the core principles of voter-centric redistricting is to keep cities and counties intact whenever possible. So tell us something unique about your district that you represent that listeners might not know. Well, um, first of all, Ogden has a really remarkably diverse population. We have a vibrant, vibrant Hispanic community that represents um, uh, over 30% of the population in Ogden. Um, Weber State University has an incredible relationship with the Ogden community in supporting the arts, in supporting uh, sustainability initiatives. And by dividing Ogden up so much, we can't uh, enhance the strength of that relationship between Weber State and Ogden. And in many ways, I consider myself a bridge to these two communities, Ogden and Weber State. And no matter where the boundaries are, I will continue to enhance that relationship. Now, Rosemary, you scored an A on our redistricting report card. Tell us why you cast the votes you did. Well, from the beginning, I absolutely supported the Independent Redistricting Commission. I followed their process intently, watching every single um, publicly displayed presentation. I personally learned so much about the actual mechanics of redistricting from watching those deliberations and hearing from um, authorities in this. And so when I cast my vote, I cast my vote for one, to support the independent redistricting commission maps um, that were proposed and introduced on the floor and simultaneously, well, not simultaneously, sequentially, I voted against the um, map for the House Redistricting Commission, or I voted against the House maps that were approved by the legislature. Um, And when you're out on the campaign trail, um, how are are you talking about redistricting and how are people talking to you about redistricting? Well, I think that what I speak about when I'm on the trail is my belief that this district and its representative should be determined by the voters. And that's what it should boil down to. Legislators should not be the ones picking who their voters are going to be. The absolute reverse is what our democracy should be built on, that who is elected in this district should be dependent on the voice of the voters. However, the entire system is corrupted when it's the legislators who indeed select their voters based on partisan um, imbalances. Rosemary, um, we're so happy to have you here with us today. And how can listeners get involved and support your campaign? Well, um, they can visit uh, my website at rosemarylesser.com. We are always taking volunteers and embracing them in uh, Team Lesser. 
We've only got uh, uh, a few weeks to go. But also the other thing that listeners can do is talk to their friends in this district. Um, speaking with people who support me in and sharing that support with their friends who may not have the time to be as engaged as people who listen to a Better Boundaries podcast, it, it can really make a difference in any candidate's success. So share my campaign, come and volunteer with us. And I look forward to continuing to share the message of a more vibrant democracy within our state. And thank you for all the work that Better Boundaries is doing in supporting this incredibly important initiative. Thank you, Rosemary. We appreciate so much your support of independent redistricting. Listeners, your ballots arrived October 17th. Please make a plan to vote and use our report card to make informed decisions. You can find it on our website, betterboundaries.org. And we are also looking for volunteers and donors. If you are interested, reach out to our organizing director, Kyle Fryant at kyle at betterboundaries.org. In our next episodes, we'll continue to update you on Utah's anti-gerrymandering efforts and keep you informed on democracy in Utah. I'm Katie Wright, your host and executive director of Better Boundaries. We hope you'll tune in and follow our podcast for updates on Utah's anti-gerrymandering case. <laughs>